It's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking. She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the life. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Hey, Chrissy. Hey, Heather. How's it going, girl? going pretty good it's friday friday and we have a special guest we do and i'm so excited we've been talking her up for a while months we got into covid crazy and we didn't get to have her here but she's here today it's paula kiger y'all paula is our friend from many walks of life we're going to introduce her in a second and get into talking about why she's so cool well we don't have enough time to talk about all the reasons why Paula's so cool. Not even close, because there's a lot of reasons. We're going to talk cool. about maybe yeah. two reasons. Um, but before we do that, I have a little bit of... Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. I want to know if that picture of you um, taken by the guy in the golf cart ever showed up on your neighborhood page. <sighs> no, it hasn't. It hasn't. And it's a real bummer because... I was looking for a fight. Yeah. And <laughs> it didn't happen. It, it didn't get to happen. So, yeah. Um, oh, wow. I kept checking. I kept checking. But no. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. Thank you for following up, though. And and I'll keep watching <laughs> for it. I'll keep watching for somebody to online fight me, you know. So, uh, Paula, if you don't know what happened, um, Chrissy was being very annoying to somebody in the neighborhood who was driving a golf cart really slow. I think, Paula, you live in my neighborhood, I believe. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you could have seen me on the neighborhood uh, watch page. Uh, but <laughs> Watch out for Chrissy, because yeah, if you drive your golf cart through the neighborhood um, and you're going too slow, Chrissy may try to pass you, even though there's a double yellow line, and that's what happened the other day, and the, the gentleman she was behind was not amused. No, and he, he turned around and took a picture, and um, and and the picture that he ended up getting was of Chrissy not caring that he didn't care. He got he got this the arms up the you know come at me come at me bro. What you gonna do? That's what he got yeah. He's gonna post it on social media. That's what he's gonna do. But he didn't. I think his I I think that his wife probably was like stop because I really do <laughs> think he was drinking alcohol and I really do think that. It was not. I think you just want to become the next 2020 phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, there's that too. I think that I think that Chrissy is like when she sees a star at night and she can like wish on the first star. She's like, please let me become the next 2020 meme, the next phenomenon. <laughs> and it didn't happen. We'll we'll keep praying for you, Chrissy. Thank you. Also, one more note for our loyal listeners: How to Do Life with Chrissy and Heather is about to. Be how to do vacation because we are going to head a vacation. out. We're going to go head out on the road. We're going to go create some stories. And then we are going to come back with some fresh new shows for you the week of July 20th. Yeah, we're going to take two weeks off, which we've never done before. It's going to be amazing. Um, and then we're going to come back and Heather's going to do a great road trip show. Yep. And I'm going to do a solo travel and travel with your kids show. 
and we'll be back. And you guys will have some time to catch up yep. on anything that you've been behind on. Not Quite Therapy will still air during this window of time, so you'll have something new. Uh, you'll miss Heather's voice. We all will, but you'll still have the pleasure of hearing me. And we will never be too far away. We'll always be posting on Facebook and Patreon. So come and hang out with us there and then um, get ready for some lots of fun starting the week of July 20th. Right. Well, so now we are um, super excited to have our friend here. We're just going to jump right into the grab bag. What? What did they come up with now? Ew! Not that Let's one. see what's in the grab bag. I think I've got it. So months and months and months ago in a far off land, um, we told you that Paula was going to come visit us because I had found out something about Paula when she posted it on Facebook that blew my mind. And I knew immediately that I had to come her, have her come on the show and answer all of my questions about this condition that she I has. I can't wait to hear you say it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. I'm prosopagnosis. Prosopagnosia. Oh, okay. See, I was pretty close. I was pretty close. Yeah. Prosopag. Say it again. Prosopagnosia. Prosopagnosia. Tell us what prosopagnosia is, Paula. The much easier way to say it is face blindness. And it's an impairment where you don't recognize faces very well. And there are all different kind of levels of it. You can have a severe type or a more mild type, but it's the inability to recognize faces. I did not know this about Paula, and I've known Paula for a long time. You know, Christy and I both know Paula from being writers. Paula is a writer, mm -hmm. um, and sometimes she's on social media as the big green pen. Yes. And um, she, Paula is also a, um, she is a serial philanthropist. She, she gets into every organization with complete gusto and has the biggest heart and is constantly shining the spotlight on organizations and people who who need some community support and so she's just an all-around awesome gal but she doesn't remember who she's talking to <laughs> she's looking at me like i don't even know who you are <laughs> so what kind of cues do you like do you recognize voices more do you recognize somebody has a specific thing about them like what what helps i guess Here's the number one thing that helps, name tags. Oh, we're not oh. wearing name tags. Mm -hmm. Name tags 24-7 would be any face blind person's dream come true. How did you know that you have face blindness? I, it didn't really occur to me. I think as I said in a blog I wrote about it a very long time ago, I heard about it on Good Morning America. I thought that's such an excuse. That's such a lame excuse. <laughs> For what? Like like people were saying, I don't remember people's names because I have face blindness? Yeah. Or I don't recognize people when I, who I should know when I see them. Right. Okay. But, and I think it really started when I had kids because you know how when you have kids, your whole universe expands to their teachers, their classmates, their classmates' parents. You know, oh, I yeah. think it was manageable when it was just me. But once I had to, like, recognize my child's kindergarten classmate or a lot was, more people, it would be ideal to recognize my child's kindergarten classmate or not offend that classmate's parent, you know, um, then it started becoming more apparent that there was a challenge there and awkward, awkward grocery store. You know how when you're at Publix, you run into everybody. You right. No. Yeah, I specifically was in the meat department one time, and this woman, this beautiful woman, started talking to me. And I know, is the deer in the headlights look? Uh huh. My my children could definitely attest to that. I know I was giving her that 
look. I just remember so strongly standing there at the at the chicken, and her saying, "I'm Carla." We we she worked at Aka. We were in meetings once a week at least. For I was with Healthy Kids at the oh, time. Oh yeah. And I know that I had no reason not to know her. You know. So so do like like. Like Chrissy said, do you would a voice help? Like, does does hearing somebody's voice? It it can. I think it's context, mm-hmm. and and as you know from the running world, it's also when you see someone in real clothes and right. real hair who you only have seen in sweaty exercise mm-hmm. garb, that just completely throws the whole throws the whole. That is a real <laughs> situation. Thing. That is a real thing because I know that I have stared blankly at somebody who is waving frantically at me and I know that clearly we know each other and I cannot figure out who they are and it's because that's somebody who I only see at 5 a.m in the dark and we go running exactly yeah and they don't look the same I do that a lot and when when I heard that you were coming on the show I was like oh I think I have this like I totally think I have this and I went online and took a quiz I was wondering I was going to tell you about the test or tell you guys about the test so I went online and I took this quiz and it said that I was okay, but I can tell you, Paula, that as I looked at the picture, because what it was was it was pictures of an individual, and then they would ask you, have you seen this picture before? Right. And I can tell you that I saw the picture before because of the lighting or because of the haircut. Or, like, if they would have dressed the person differently in each photo or if they would have done, like, if it would have been a little bit different of a test or if, you know... Person number six didn't have this weird glitchy lighting off in the corner. <laughs> like I'm totally attending to not the face of the person, but I was able. I'm able to say I've seen this image before, right. but I'm not able to say I've seen that person before necessarily. And context is just so so so, so much. important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it doesn't happen with everybody. If someone is is uniquely, they're especially short, they're especially tall, they're, there's something unique about them that makes it, of course, so much easier. But a lot of people don't have that much distinguishing between them. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did you have to take a test to determine and get this diagnosis? There's a program that it's through three universities, but Harvard is one of them. And they have their online test, probably the one you took. So I did take the two tests and they were just starting a study at the time. So I took the test and um, yeah, one of them, I, I was in the ninth percentile, which means that 91% of people recognize faces better than I do. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> the wow. role of standardized testing does not leave our lives once we aren't students <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's way yeah. more helpful than the standardized testing at school. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so what did you do? Well, first of all, how, so you, you, st- this started to become apparent to you when you had kids. So I'm guessing that's like 20s, early 30s. Um, y- yeah, I was in my mid 30s when I had my kids. So let's okay. say early 40s is when it started being, okay. you know, the combination of the kids in school and, and my work life and my volunteer things, you know, I've, there's so many people in my world that. It started becoming more. There was specifically an incident. Um, I did a lot of extra ing for the film school, mm-hmm. which was oh, a yeah. lot of fun. But I went into you every semester. You do auditions and you go sit with some of the students, and they you do a monologue, and then they direct you, and you you take their modifications. But one of the ones directing me, I treated him as if I had never met him, and it turns out. After the fact, I, I I messaged one of the other students I knew. I'm like, who was that? She's like, that's Rich, who I'd been on multiple sets with, <laughs> you know. So that's I, when I first wrote the blog about it. It's like, you know, you might as well just, as with anything in life, if you just say, I have this issue, you know, a lot of times that helps the people who support you 
do that. Yeah. Paula, for me, when I go to the grocery store, I can have the same checkout person for like three years and not, like, it'll take me a long time to recognize that it's the same checkout person. And sometimes, see, I don't know if for me, if it's face blindness or if it's, (laughs) this sounds, this sounds rude. I know this sounds rude, but I feel like I can only remember main characters right like in your life yes in my life like if you're a main character yes I will remember and I will commit it to memory and I feel badly about that I feel like if I walk into you know I used to work next door to a subway restaurant and the subway gave us um like free soda like we could go in and out all day and for a year and a half I went in and out of that subway probably four times a day and I can't tell you that I ever looked at the person who was making my sandwich and knew that it was a person who had worked there the day before. Totally. Totally. <laughs> I, I just can't wrap my head around that because I, well, for one, because I don't have face blindness. It's yeah. it's never been a problem for me. I, I think that I especially remember faces. I have a hard time with names. There's but a thing I, called super recognizers, which is maybe kind of the I'm other end of the spectrum. Maybe a super recognizer. Oh, that's a whole Doesn't that show. sound great? That would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, good luck finding one because I'm not your girl. <laughs> I will literally, I have, when I was still married, there was a day that we were out like at the community pool and it was a context thing, right? I usually didn't see this person at the pool. I usually saw this person like working in the yard or whatever. And I said, who is that guy to my ex-husband? And my ex-husband said, that is literally our next door neighbor. That would totally be me. <laughs> That is our next door neighbor. Oh, my god! And I'm like, oh. And then as soon as he was placed, then I, I exactly. knew his name and I knew who he was. And, and, and it made sense to me. But, you know, like, yeah, uh, my sister told me a story recently about um, a police officer came up into her yard and was asking her, like, questions about where her husband was. And uh, she was like, oh, my gosh, you know, there's a police officer here. And she's attending to the clothing and the fact that it's yeah. a police officer and whatever. And uh, so she goes and gets her husband and she's like all sketched out. And her husband comes back inside and she's like, oh, my gosh, there was a cop here. What did he want? And he's like, it's not our neighbor. That's our neighbor. Like my sister and I apparently both are that unobservant. But she's like, well, I don't usually see him. I didn't. I didn't. I don't usually see him in a cop uniform. So I didn't know who he was. So does this. Exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, you're making me feel like I might have it. <laughs> so is there anybody who does not apply like your family members? Do you recognize there are? Them? And I mean, I don't feel like I have a severe the worst case. There are people who I don't know if you guys know who Oliver Sacks is. He's a famous mm-hmm. neurologist. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah. written a bunch of books. He had face blindness also. And he didn't recognize himself in the mirror. Sometimes he'd say, who, wow, who was that guy with the beard? And it was him. Whoa, that's that's unbelievable. Wow. Is there anything you do that are like cues to help you? Like, do you try to really focus on like when you meet someone, do you try to really focus on like their brown eyes or the shape of their face or, you know, like, is there anything you can do to? I try, but I have to say it's an uphill battle. And I think that's one of the things is when it, when this first started coming to my consciousness, I thought, you know, I'm one of those people who thinks with enough discipline, I can get through anything. Right. You know, I'm just going to power. I'm going to. I'm going to try harder to remember X, Y, and Z. Right. And it's given me so much empathy for the fact that there are things in this world that imp- discipline won't solve. If your brain is not wired in a certain way, it's, there's, it's not necessarily able to change. Right. But I did, the Harvard program did this whole exercise, and it was about 10 weeks long. 
and you had to, it trained you to look at the filtrum, which is that little area above your lip. Okay. And people's eyebrow height. Okay. And so the idea was that you would memorize so-and-so has a, has a higher filtrum, <laughs> higher eyebrows. I'm suddenly very aware of my filtrum. I know. It's the <laughs> oddest word. It, it's odder than prosopagnosia. How, how is my filtrum today? Is it nice? It's looking great. I feel like I've got a really indented one. We had comment about mine, I think, on the last show, about when I get angry. And That's right. It twitches. Mine does twi- tricks, apparently. But, you know, you can get a little better, but it's not about that. To me, it's about the public's moment. You know, I don't have time to judge someone's right. filtrum. And, and right. Mm-hmm. I just want to remember them because, and that's the thing is I love people so much and it, it literally grieves me that they think you're stand, they may, it's, I mean, I'm inferring what I think people think, right. but they think you're standoffish or that you're, you don't care about them. I mean, it definitely right. is offensive to someone like, like my friend Carla, who I'm still in touch with on LinkedIn, you know, that I'm standing by the chicken treating her as if I've never known her when I talked to her about reimbursement rates two days ago you know right (laughs) right wow yeah so I mean when I discovered this about you I immediately thought back to um, an event that we were at um, years ago you know when we were just kind of like chit-chatting and I wondered did did she know that it was me like I wonder like what I wondered was whether or not you are able to be present in a conversation if you're trying to figure out who am I, or you're like, you're listening for context clues of like, maybe they're going to say something that triggers to me totally where I know them from. Yeah. Cause you, you, you're, you're spending, you know, you know how that first moment is so, especially with someone you don't know, you know, that first moment matters, you know, and if you can lose five seconds mentally processing, how do I know them? Who is this? You know, am I looking like an idiot because I'm not recognizing them by name? No, yeah. you just come off as being very, very important and busy, <laughs> and, and that I am i am just a very minor person in your life who you, know, you just can't even remember. I mean, I would dread, like I've always thought, not that I'm teaching is not my forte probably, but I would be a terrible te- first grade teacher. I'd never know my kids, mm-hmm. you know, or a, my husband used to coach a softball team and all those guys in uniforms or women, I mean, a women's oh, that team. That makes it worse if they're wearing a I would gosh, watch him. Yeah. I would watch him dealing with his team members and he knew them right off the bat. And I thought that, I thought that was kind of, do you, do you just kind of like approach it? Like um, the other day I was at the swimming pool and a woman came up to me and she said, she, she introduced herself to me and she's like, we've actually met before. And I said, I'm not super great with faces. And, and I, and I said, I'm like, I'm like, it's not, you know, it's, it's nothing personal. It's nothing, you know, right. like, but next time I see you, I probably won't know who you are either. Like, I and, say that a lot. Yeah. And, and I don't know if it's the best solution. But I don't know times, either. <laughs> I felt really terrible. How do people know? react? So we're, when we meet at the pool sometime, we're going to have a great. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I don't know. You're very recognizable to me for some reason. And I, I knew who you were right away when I saw you earlier. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> How do people react when you tell them that? One of two things, either they think it's what I thought originally is like just an excuse or just some 2020 made up snowflakey thing. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, or they get it, you know. And, and the people who get it are the ones, like my friend Sarah, I think you know Sarah Hart. Mm-hmm. You know, she has a PhD in psychology. So the minute I told her, like every time I see her now, she's like, hi, it's Sarah. And I'm like, I don't have this problem with you because <laughs> I know you're going to tell me you're you. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's odd. Yeah. I think that, um, I think that sometimes people understand it better at least from me 
if I kind of expect, like the woman at the pool, I'm like, if you have on a different swimsuit or if you put your hair in a ponytail or right. if you're wearing sunglasses or if you're wearing different sunglasses. And I know that I know that I'm difficult because I'm a chameleon. I'm wearing different sunglasses all the time. Yeah. I change my hair quite a lot. You know, I change the color of my hair. You know, like I, I think that. I can understand it because I look different. And spe- I mean, I used to weigh very different. There are right. people who will see me that I know that I met like five or six years ago and they would have no idea who I am. And that's fine. Like I was at my doctor's office once and they came, they were like, we have the wrong photo on your chart. And they showed me a photo of me with long blonde hair weighing about 200 pounds. Wow. And I was like, no, nah, that is me. And they're like, we need a new photo. <laughs> you know, so- <laughs> and I think sometimes I I say it's an issue with names because that's easier for people to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're like, oh, we all have that problem. It's like, well, let me tell you the neuropsychology <laughs> of why this is a different, but it's just like it's easier to say. Yeah. And as with anything, there's a whole community of face blind people. Uh-huh. And some of the times when I've written about this, someone said, oh, you can't, it's not, it's not okay to say you have a problem with names. That's not what your problem is. And I thought, well, you know, <laughs> let's be a little kind to each other because... Society is not that easy. (laughs) Well, there's some people who are not going to understand regardless of what you tell them. And then others who are fascinated and want to know more. Um, you know, I so hope I more people fall in that category, in the, well, this is neat category, and right. I want to talk about it. You know? Well, and here's the thing. Brad Pitt has it. I know, right? I was just about to mention that. Yeah, so I mean. It makes it cool instantly. And I read an article probably about two <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Some About two years ago, I can't remember if it was a tweet or an article, but he had a name tag on an event. So I was like, why does Brad Pitt need a name tag? We know who he is. I'm like, he knows what it's like to not no faces. Well, I actually wishes you had a name tag on too. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I I looked that up because I thought that it was pretty cool that you have something in common with Brad Pitt. Um, Yeah, that's about it. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and I had seen the same thing with him wearing the name tag. And, and so I looked that up and, and he has expressed that, you know, he has always, always felt awkward because people think that he's just being arrogant. Right. And like, just like, show busy by um by not knowing who they are pretending like he's like you know too too big of much of a big shot to know who they are and he's like no it's it's and it's a real thing and he said some people believe him some people don't yep i also learned that um a 2006 study shows that one about one in 50 americans is affected by face blindness i've That's seen that lot. figure i've seen six one million in 50 or, and, is that what you said one in two percent whoa and there are two kinds. There's um, congenital, which is you're born. It's not like Maybelline. What, what's that ad? Maybe you're Maybe born she's with born it. With it. <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. Maybe but you can also, there's acquired, which if you have like a stroke or a head injury, oh, that's much rarer. But um, yeah. yes, hmm. there are two kinds. Well, of course, um, and symptoms can vary. You know, it can go like like Paula said, you know, it ha- there's a spectrum of of um, severity. Some people with the condition have no trouble distinguishing eyes from noses. Some people can't tell whether but a face is a face. how are they with filtrums? I don't know. It doesn't mention. Um, they know that a face is a face, but what they can't necessarily tell is the set of features when seeing them a second time. Right. So it's the, it's the, it's not that somebody with face blindness doesn't know that they're looking at a face. Mm-hmm. It's that exactly. they just don't know that they've already seen that face before. 
and I hope there are no neurologists. If there are any neurologists among your audience, they can correct me. But it's the area of the brain is called the fusiform gyrus. There's a specific area of the brain that is good where this today. issue. Fusiform gyrus. That sounds like a that. dance. Billion dollar word mm-hmm. Friday. I want to do the <laughs> fusiform <laughs> gyrus. Like yeah. I, the next whenever, whenever we, I'm going to, ooh, that can be a TikTok craze. We can do the <laughs> fusiform <laughs> gyrus. Yes. That's our next 2020 phenomenon. That could be. It could be. We're going to make it a thing. So, um, but one person says that she has it, and when she is in a mirror in a crowded restroom, she makes a funny face in the mirror so she knows which person is her. No way. Yeah. And a lot of people have other kind of issues with, like, places and other types of things, directions, you know, but, um, yeah. So, I guess I don't understand. Like, when I look at a face, I see your face. Like, I... I can clearly see your eyes. I can clearly see your nose. I can clearly, like, you know, I, <laughs> I like the face that you're making right now. Like, <laughs> I, I don't have any trouble with that. And I, I guess for me, it's a repeated exposure and familiarity mm-hmm. thing yeah. and, and those context clues and whatnot. I can see a face. I think I might even say I've seen this face before. Maybe, you right. know, like uh, probably. Yeah. And that was seen, me with yeah. Carla. I mean, I knew, I knew this was I someone. I know I've met you. So I, I know you. Are, yeah. I think there are nuances about this kind for of sure, there has to be, impairment, right? you yeah. know. So Chrissy had a question that I've been waiting for her to ask and she hasn't asked yet. Is it this one? Yes. Yeah. So I was wondering <laughs> um, with the mask culture right now, is it harder or easier like are you like oh Chrissy's the one who wears the orange polka dot mask does it make it easier or is it more difficult I think it puts us all on a more even yeah playing ground because you can't see it because we're those of us who are following the Leon County the mask mm-hmm. order mm-hmm. <laughs> right you are all wearing them so I saw a meme on Facebook that was so funny it was like why are all of y'all so mad about the mask like if you wear a mask and sunglasses and a hat nobody knows it's you you don't have to talk to anybody I will tell you that I was at the Publix yesterday and I had my mask on and I had sunglasses on still and I had my hair up in a ponytail which I don't do a whole lot and a woman walked up beside me at the strawberries and I recognized her right away it's a mom from the school right I could see just her eyes she had her mask on too and I said oh hey and as soon as I said oh hey to her I pulled my sunglasses up because I was like, she ain't going to know who I am. You know right. what I mean? So so I try to take those cues. I also have found for myself with the masks, I think I might have a hearing problem. <laughs> like, oh, no. Yes, I find myself taking the mask down all the time, thinking it's going to make me able to hear other people better because they can see my mouth, which doesn't work, obviously. You know, like, I need to be able to see their mouth. That's I think like maybe turning I down the radio yeah. so, exactly. that so that you figure can figure out your direction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's, I, yeah, the masks have been an interesting new layer yes. of recognizing people well sure. i have a friend who does have a hearing problem and she really relies on watching people's mouths right to, to understand what they're saying and um the all of the conference calls that we've been doing and the masks she said have have really made it difficult for her to communicate mm-hmm. because yes. she can't see people's mouths moving mm-hmm. right so yeah just see this is just 2020 it's just throwing us all off our game so even though it levels the playing field, it probably <laughs> not doesn't in a good help. Way. Not in a good way, yeah. <laughs> Plus we're all we're all home anyway when we're not at the store. So. Right, exactly. But I do like Zoom calls and everything that have the little names by every square is heaven. Oh, oh yeah, that would make sense. Oh. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's why I love. It's probably one of the reasons I fell in love with social media because people, unless they change their avatar, at least their profile picture is their hair doesn't change or eyes right. don't change, and their you know, name is right the, there. 
Right, and I can respond immediately without that weird five-second mental. How, how do you thinking. do with, okay, so you know their picture on social media, and then you see that human oh. in real life? Well, that's a challenge. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the challenge for me, too. You know, like, I'm like, oh, yeah. Now, I keep my social media very small, though, so the people that I'm friends with on social media, I actually know in right. real life, you know, but... Um, I did go through a phase where I would, you know, just, all right, you know, somebody, especially as a writer and whatnot, you yes. know, and then you've seen this little profile thing and you, they've talked to you online. It happens for the show sometimes. We have a few people that we talk to pretty reliably back and forth, like on our social media page. And I guarantee if I were to meet them out in public, I wouldn't recognize them. Now, I've been exactly. at the grocery store and had people say, oh, I know you, you're Chrissy. I've seen you on the community page or I've seen you. And I'm like, I can't imagine having that skill that you've seen my little teeny tiny, like quarter exactly. of an inch photo on a circle, you know? I mean, and even if you went and creeped at my page, you really, really looked at it. I can't believe that you would recognize me when we have not met in person before, like out at the grocery store. I think that I must be a super recognizer because I do that all the time. Do you? I, I always That is know. amazing to me. And Heather. me too. <laughs> That's fascinating. I, I, <laughs> you I now have to come everywhere with me. So <laughs> Right. <laughs> I once freaked somebody out because um, I recognized them from a thing where I had actually only seen them and we had not interacted. And, uh, and then I like recalled in total detail this experience that they did not realize that they had with me. And she was like, I'm going on about like, oh, yeah, and you wore this and you did that. And then I realized I was starting to sound like a psycho. <laughs> and I was trying to get out of it because she was looking at me like you like like I was stalking her or something. And I felt so awkward and really bad. But I truly remember almost every detail of of people. Maybe it's because I'm just interested in people, but right. I always recognize people's faces. There was an, in Saxo's book, there was an example of a super recognizer. It was something like so-and-so said, saw a person passing the sidewalk and said, that so-and-so, they served us red wine at a party mm-hmm. two years ago. You know, what's funny is I think that my son is that. Yeah. My wow. son is absolutely, um, his is more for like dates and right. places and yeah. whatnot. But my son, um, I remember maybe like three or four months ago, my daughter and my son and I were sitting around on the couch together. And my daughter goes, man, we should make s'mores. I haven't had s'mores in forever. And my son goes, yeah, I haven't had s'mores in forever either. It was June 29th of 2019. Wow. We were at that camping trip. Remember, we were sitting up by the, like, and, and I'm like, you know the last time that you had a s'more? Like, <laughs> and who was there and what they're, like, yeah. he can tell you, like, and I'm really, I have a really, really strong memory, which is what I think makes it odd that I sometimes can like, right. I may remember the situation. I may me- remember the entire conversation. Like that woman at the pool that I was talking about earlier, I can think about this conversation. I can think about meeting her and her husband and their children and their dog. And they all started with the letter C and I can kind of remember her hair and right. I can kind of remember, I think she had a red bathing suit on, but I can't remember, like, if she walked in here right now, if there was a lineup of, like, four people, I'd probably get the right one out of a field, you know? But yeah, I could tell you everything about the situation and what table we were sitting at and where, you know, who was with me and... yeah. But I don't know if I could pick her out. There are some things that I don't remember, um, but I remember people. And right. um, and sometimes, in fact, I recognize people and I don't necessarily say anything because I know they don't recognize me. Or that I remember right. them from some obscure situation. <laughs> like, you know, we were at the same place together or something. And I don't say hello because it would be weird because we've never actually met. But I know you. Like, I like mm-hmm. they're in my 
brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have some people that you meet and you just meet right away and you don't ever struggle with? Yeah, definitely. And I don't, yeah. it's so unpredictable. Same. Really? Yeah. Like yeah. when I met you, I, I never didn't know you again. Because like, we're universe and, friends. Yes, because we're universe friends. Yeah. The universe has decreed that we be friends. Yeah, that forced us there to be friends. Go. So that made sense. Yeah, we can't but yeah, it. the first time that I met you, like, and I knew who you were the first time I met you from your little tiny picture from the newspaper. You know, like, already, like, Plus, it was, we were in the right context, too. Yeah. We were at a writing workshop. Mm-hmm. Right. There I mean, were lots you know, of like, clues. There were a lot of clues, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just think that's really interesting. There are people, you know, like probably some of my closest friends that I just, you know, walked in and looked at them and was like, yeah, I know you. You're, you know, and yeah. I never won't know you again, you know? <laughs> like, exactly. You know? What a gift that is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so Paula, when you are, um, when you're explaining this to people and, and you're thinking about like just kind of how the world is, what do you want people to know about face blindness? I think it's that the, the person who is face blind is not, not trying, you know, I mean, just that it's, it's, don't assume that that person doesn't appreciate you, doesn't want to get to know you. It's just give them, give them a minute. (laughs) And, and it would be, now I'm kind of feeling a lot more compelled to make a, a name tag. There's a guy, Scott Ginsburg, called the name tag guy. Is he the one who wears a name tag all the time? Yeah, and he had one tattooed on his chest. Oh, I'm not going to do no that. No way. <laughs> I'm not that committed. Put your own name on your, yeah, there you go. Well, okay, so there is a quiz. I'm going to post it on our um, Facebook page where people can go and find out if they, what their facial recognition abilities are if you are a super recognizer or if you are face blind or you know it's not going to be it's not harvard but it's it's is the prize like a name tag if they the prize take it the prize (laughs) digital name tag now you know (laughs) well paula today is the first day that we have this banner in here so we have our names up behind us we kind of of gave her name tags today (laughs) right There you go. We did our best. There we go. I can't, we got to make sure we get a picture. There's a reason this didn't happen in April. That's right. right. That's right. (laughs) Right. Okay. So um, before we uh, wrap it up, I want to give our listeners a little bit of. Don't forget your homework. Guys, just remember everybody's doing the best they can. If you start talking to somebody at the grocery store and they're looking at you like they don't know who you are, tell them your name. Tattoo it on your chest. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Wear a name tag. Preach. Or give them a hint. Um, or if you are the one, don't be afraid to say, you look awesome, but I can't remember who you are. That because would be I'm amazing. Because I'm face blind. Yeah. Anything that you want to share with everybody, Paula, for before we head out? There's lots of resources about face blindness and take advantage of those and learn about it. As- Will you send us like your favorite quiz? You said you found a yeah. quiz, Heather. Will you send us like sure. the quiz you think is best? Because I feel like the one I took maybe wasn't that great. I want a, <laughs> I want a, I want a better one. Yeah. She's skeptical of her results. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, we are so glad oh that my we gosh. were finally able to get Paula on the show. Yeah. We've been wanting to talk with you about this for so long. And um, you know, we persevered and made it happen. And so thank you for being here with us today. Thank you, guys. Thank you for helping raise awareness. Absolutely. Yeah, if there's anything else. That- Let's see if we can find a super recognizer or whatever they were called. Um, yes. Yeah. Let's see if we can find one. Yeah. yeah. Let's put them on together. And we'll have, <laughs> we'll, we'll have some kind of contest. Oh, it'll be exciting. Oh, gosh. That would be. If fine. you think that you're a, is a super hyper, what's the what's the word? A super recognizer. Super recognizer. Yeah. If you think you're one, 
Let us know. No. Yeah. We want to talk to you. <laughs> we'll have a we'll have a face off. Heather needs an ally here. <laughs> yeah. <A> face off. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Bye. Thank you, Paula. Absolutely. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.